Uh, before we begin, I wanted to say a, a, a real quick thing. Uh, this has been a, a real adjustment d- doing the podcast versus my writing on Mind in the Motorcycle. I now consider this a phone call between me and you, and you could be having a headset on, um, on your bike, running, could just download, be listening in your car. So as far as I'm concerned, in these podcasts, it's a very, very personal communication just between the two of us, and that's how I want to treat it going forward. And now we will go forward uh, with the formal beginning of the podcast. Mind and the Motorcycle, Monologues, Volume 6, Vote for Me. I've, I've been around for quite a while and actually remember when Eisenhower was president. And it, it's amazing to me how I, we were a lot smarter then, or we were dealt with as, we were, as if we were smarter Right now, in the present climate, we got a a one-digit IQ spoiled brat in our office. And this was a place occupied by Abraham Lincoln. And then I I started to think that what kind of country do I envision for my young grandson? Which has really got me, the thing that got me writing in the first place, the messages that I want for him. George Orwell, his 1984 was not a pretty picture. And he wrote it, I did check, he wrote it in, in 1949. And I think what he did, he assumed that we were going to be a lot smarter in 1984 than we ended up being. We're awful frayed around the edges and, and pretty sloppy. And the, the idea of an authoritarian state is not really all that far away and it's kind of lurking in the shadows and creeping into the light. So in that sense, he was right. But I guess the good news is that McDonald's is not serving Soylent Green. In, um, I started thinking about 2084. Um, in, in that year, my grandson will actually be around my age, the age I am right now. And I started thinking about the world that I, I wanted for him. And I certainly have as much right to, to dream and write as Orwell. And I want my grandson to have a different world than the one we have today. And so, with that in mind, I have decided to run for President of the United States on a platform that I envision for the world of 2084, 100 years after Orwell's vision of the American nightmare. So, wake up and smell the Larry. Vote for me. Let's get started. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to mandate splitting the Pentagon in half. One half is going to be focused on peace and the other on self-defense. Aggression is not going to be tolerated in my administration, nor will the imposition of our political will on other sovereign nations be uh, allowed. We will unilaterally eliminate all nuclear weapons. A bunch of years ago when I was living in Santa Fe, um, I actually got a heavy bag and never really thought about punching until I got the bag. When I had the bag, I was punching away at it and then uh, ended up moving and didn't take the bag with me. And, and I stopped punching. And it, it kind of reminded me, I, don't, I guess if it's an analogy, but if you remove the, the, that punching, if you remove the violence, it has a tremendous effect on, on those around you. 
I am not the guy who came up with it. And a couple of thousand years ago, um, a fellow named Jesus uh, talked about turning the other cheek. And if you diffuse violence by turning the other cheek, you can effectively eliminate it. Next, I want to rejuvenate the Peace Corps with a domestic branch and an international one. I haven't really decided if I'm going to make it mandatory after high school, but I wouldn't rule it out. In addition, the infrastructure of this country is a mess, and a Peace Corps, a domestic Peace Corps, would go a long way uh, toward shoring up uh, the deficiencies that we have. And uh, my God, boy, would I eliminate the Department of Homeland Security, and I'd make it disappear even more quickly than it appeared. It came into existence on a lie, the basis of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. And it was false. We never should have had the damn department. I would close all of our military bases around the world. The, to me, the idea that, uh, that aggression is a deterrence to anything, fostering only more violence, is crazy, stupid, and very costly in dollars and lives. I would remake all of the bases into public parks. Uh, next, global poverty and poverty in our own country is a sin. War and corruption have created this mess. In addition to that, mass migrations are really a result of citizens having no incentive to remain in the countries of their birth. I would set about changing that. Next, I would create now follow me here, it's a mouthful, the Global Strike First Deterrence Treaty with self-defense as the only offense worth maintaining. In amazing what, it's amazing what happens to us when fear cannot be used as a weapon. I would demilitarize outer space and it blows my mind that we've even gone about doing that. I would refocus our energy on space exploration and I would get much more aggressive in trying to contact life outside our own galaxy. I would restore animal habitats in select areas. If you can restore like species in certain places, you can save them for the entire world. And this applies to our oceans as well. I would call these safe zones. I would also address agriculture. And I would get strong behind something called regenerative agriculture. And you need to Google it rather than have me explain it. Uh, it's natural. It's beautiful. It makes sense. And along with that, I would reduce our reliance on agribusiness, which has done immeasurable damage to our environment. Electronic interference between countries is a crisis many of us still aren't even aware of. You have no idea what Russia is doing in terms of manipulating public opinion in favor of Trump. And on top of that, China is doing its dirty work on behalf of Biden. And who knows what our country is doing in other countries. This has to stop. I would place controls on tech giants like Apple, Google, and Microsoft, and let's throw in Amazon. They are too easily abused by nefarious, good word, by nefarious characters. And by that, I'm, you know, I'm referring to other countries, um, evil people who uh, just like to steal your money. 
And, and we just really have to stop that. While we are still dealing with world issues, I would establish a climate court that has the ability to penalize countries, no matter how big or small they are, and we'd have to have a set of rules put in place before we all become a footnote. And man, do we have work to do at home. The domestic agenda is jam-packed, so let's get started and listen closely. Uh, we cannot spend another dime subsidizing oil and gas. It's like paying you to buy a pack of cigarettes. We have to create tax and investment incentives for the expansion of renewable energy. While we're on the subject of taxes, I got a couple of planks for the platform. We have to eliminate the tax loopholes for corporate America. It, it absolutely blows my mind that companies like Amazon and Apple and Microsoft, they don't pay a goddamn dime in taxes. And I, it is so incredibly wrong and a complete perversion of our tax system. With our personal income structure, it's about time we started taxing the very, very wealthy and giving some of the rest of us a bit more of a break. And on the subject of wealth and its perverted influence, we have to have public financing of elections. Yes, public financing of elections. Just imagine if people got elected and they weren't beholden to all the rich white guys who put them in office. It would be a real godsend for, for this country. And on the subject of elections, the Electoral College is a dinosaur from a time in our ancient past, and it has got to go. Let's talk briefly about the, what the government owes you for being a part of this system. Every year you worked, you've taken home way less money than you liked because it was taken by the government to put into a system with an annual retirement once you reach a certain age. To me, no matter how much money you earn in a year, there should be no cutoff in the payment to Social Security. I remember when I had real jobs, I don't even know what the, the figure was, maybe thirty-five or 40000 Boy, all of a sudden I got a pay raise uh, because they stopped taking money out. Social Security should be taken out of your salary for as long as you're working. While we're on the subject of Social Security, those who don't need it shouldn't get it. If you're one of the fat cats and you have a certain income level, there's no reason in the world why you need to be, why you need to be getting Social Security. And uh, our healthcare system, frankly, it's a goddamn joke. First of all, the, what it does, uh, it supports a multi-million dollar, billion dollar insurance industry. And every one of us should have Medicare that covers all of our health needs. No one, black, white, rich or poor, should die because they're prevented from getting the care they need. It, it absolutely is inhumane for a civilized society to treat its people with such cruelty. While we're on the subject of medicine, I would refocus the direction of the pharmaceutical industry so it concentrates on the health of the people, not the wealth of the industry. I would also repurpose the FDA to make it far more efficient and effective. Science has taken a beating in this current administration. 
I would restore and sanctify science in our country. It, um, it, it's uh, long overdue. I would also make sure that we are going to be prepared to deal with the inevitable health catastrophes that are going to come, come at us that would likely put COVID-19 to shame. It's a part of global warming, and even on a perfect day, if we're able to turn it around, we're still going to be dealing with some awful, awful side effects. I would revamp the CDC, rename it. It would be the Center for Disease and Epidemic Control. Education is another one of those mandatory rights in a civilized society. Every boy and girl should have the right to free pre-K to college. I don't understand what is fair about, holding, about withholding the right to education to any young American. While we're on the subject of equality, there are a few more things I want to legislate. First of all, let's pass the damn ERA. I don't think those slave-owning guys in Philadelphia really believed in equality. But it's to their credit that they put this country on that path. Men and women should be paid the same for the same work. I don't even understand how we're still talking about it. In addition to that, let women have the right to decide what they want to do with their bodies and tell God to stay in church. When I refer to equality, I'm talking about everyone, all of us, including the LGBTQ, say that fast, population. And let's stop abusing the Second Amendment regarding the right to bear arms. Do you think those musket-loading, wig-wearing guys had any idea about armor-piercing bullets? Let me help you with this answer. No. Uh, I left out one last thing and really purposely saved it for last. There is no excuse for how we have treated the hundreds of tribes of Native Americans living here long before the fairy tale of the pil pilgrims and their hardships celebrated the myth of Thanksgiving. Until we take care of those people, we can't even think about taking care of ourselves. Now you ask, how do we pay for these programs? Making a fair tax structure for business, personal, and slashing the defense budget to the bone. This is my dream for 2084, and we cannot afford for it to be science fiction. I know there is even more that needs to be done, but this ain't half bad for a start, and I also know there's a limit to your patience, and thank you for still listening, if you are. When my grandson writes or talks to his grandson, he can tell him about how things used to be and how we got to be where his grandfather envisioned in 2020. I need your vote. Read my stories at mindandthemotorcycle.com. Thank you for listening. Oh, okay, okay, I'm really not running for president, and I support Kanye West. Until next week, same time, same station.